start a new transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing, or creating a brand new life. Be with us in Pantal Kalhor Transition Channel. Episode 33, Confidence Pregnancy Posture with Dr. Crystal Burns, doctor, speaker, and author. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel in YouTube and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power. Recurrent miscarriages and fertility issues are major problems in declining women's confidence. Today, I'm with Dr. Krista Burns, who is the founder of American Posture Institute, author of textbook, The Posture Principle, and TEDx speaker. Dr. Krista has two doctorate degrees and is leading the change against posture decline. She has been featured on Fox News Radio, Global Women Magazine, and World Urology and Posture Congress. Welcome, Krista. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's great to be here speaking about this important topic today. Thank you so much. So how, that's so interesting because um, confidence always come um, with women with no issues. <laughs> I mean, when you have, when you are hit with major issues like infertility and uh, miscarriages, um, it's so difficult to stay confident. So how can we still stay confident and happy during this difficult time? Yeah, it's a great question. And you know, I, I like that you mentioned during this difficult time as well, because I think it's very important that we recognize that what's happening post COVID is very important for our, our levels of mental health, um, the stress that's, you know, the new stressors in our lives and maintaining that level of confidence. So when it comes to confidence, a lot of it is about body awareness and body image. Now, what's so interesting about posture is they've done so many different research studies on power postures and the direct correlation between confidence, body image, how we view ourselves, and posture. To share a couple of those research studies with you, the first is on power posture, which is Amy Cuddy's work out of Harvard University. And what they found is that when you maintain an upright posture where you're open, so for example, your shoulders are back, you have a nice open posture in this position, instead of being you know, slouched forward here where we're closed off, when we're in this position, it actually changes the, the changes the neurochemistry within our brain. So instead of producing cortisol, which is associated with stress and weight gain, which of course then leads to more body issues and less confidence, we actually, just by holding a power posture, even for as little as two minutes, can increase uh, the amount of testosterone associated with power and dominance. So we're decreasing cortisol, which is associated with stress and weight gain, and increasing testosterone, which is associated, of course, with being more powerful. Another study that came out, um, which I just find so fascinating, is directly with mood and posture, where they had two groups of people. And the only difference between this group was one group was instructed to sit in poor posture, closed off, you know, rounded forward shoulders, head forward in this position. And the other group was, in, was instructed to sit with upright posture. And what they found, the difference between this group, is that the group that was in slumped forward posture, they were more closed off. And 86% of them had negative things to say about themselves. 86%. Wow. Whereas the group that 
that was in proper posture, 87% recalled positive memories about themselves. Wow. The only difference between this group was the, the position of their postural design, meaning that a shift in centimeters from here being slumped forward to here, standing with confidence, sitting with upright posture, dramatically changed their neuroendocrine impact, which impacted how they viewed themselves. So there's a direct correlation between a positive, um, positive mood affect and postural design. You know, I changed my position right now. <laughs> Just be more confident. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of things to consider when it comes to mental health. I'm not saying that posture is the only thing that, you know, we need to consider. With that being said, with recognition that there's more stress happening in our, our world right now, mm -hmm. we need to identify what can we can control to okay. fight off stress. And one of the things that we can control is our respiration. And if you, if you do this example with me right now, if you roll your shoulders forward and try taking a deep breath in, take a deep breath in and let me know how you feel. No, it's not working. It feels restricted, <laughs> doesn't it? It feels terrible. And yeah. what happens when we're slumped forward is we now have these shallow hyperventilatory respirations. Yes. And that's associated with stress. Whereas yeah. by simply wow. pulling our shoulders back, now take a full deep breath in. Let me know how you feel. Feels so much better, right? You, you yeah. don't have that restriction and that tension. So we can easily eliminate, we can over, override, it's not that we're going to eliminate stressors in our society and in our world, but we can easily overcome the stress response simply by standing upright, having good confidence, and then controlling our respiration. So we can instantly overcome that stress. And so we have to focus on what we could be in control of. We can't control everything in our world. No. Um, certainly not right now, right? Um, it, it's an interesting, unprecedented time. But we can control our response to the stress response. That's great point. Thank you so much. So do you have any suggestion like uh, some regular exercise that can increase confidence? Yeah, absolutely. So what we need to do is we need to get everybody from this slumped forward posture into a nice upright posture, right? And one of the culprits that is holding us back from having upright posture in the digital age is these smartphones that we carry around with us in our pockets. Well, every time we look down at our smartphone, we go into this posture referred to as a technic posture. And so we're more closed off. And if you look at um, just the words depression and up uplifted, think about what those mean physically. I'm depressed, like I'm compressed with gravity. I'm closed off. Whereas when I'm uplifted, I'm upright. And so if we can change that posture position to be more upright, now, everybody who's listening right now probably stood up a little bit straighter as I'm talking. Yes. Then the question becomes, how do we maintain it? Exactly. And that's where your question is so important, is how can we develop the postural fitness to prevent postural collapse when we go back into our normal you know, working environments or working from home? So what I recommend is um, a couple really important tips. Number one is taking posture breaks. So every hour for 30 seconds of your workday, I want you to take a 30 second posture break. And what that looks like, and I'd love it if you performed it with me right now, is you're going to bring your arms out to the side. You're going to press your chest forward and drop your head back. And just hold this position for 30 seconds. And as you do, what you'll notice is you start to feel more calm because you're in a parasympathetic state from controlling your breathing. You're yeah. also going to feel nice and stretched out across the, the front part here, which gets so tight when we roll our shoulders forward. 
on top of it, what's really cool about this is it's also going to help you be more productive when you go back to work. Wow. The reason being is because the part of the, the brainstem that controls our posture also has an ascending track that goes up to the, the, um, the reticular activating system to control our productivity, what we're alert and aware about. So you take 30 seconds away from your computer, away from your smartphone, take a 30 second posture break to reverse the press of gravity compressing us forward into a depressed posture. We go into a nice upright posture and we're more productive because of it. So it. number one is to take posture breaks. And number two, I really want to make sure that everybody sets a posture reminder because we all have the best intentions, but we've all had our posture for years and years before today. Mm -hmm. The thought of changing it overnight is actually impossible. But if we have posture reminders in place, like a little sticker that you put on your computer screen, that every time you look at it, you go, okay, that, that's a reminder. I need to sit up straighter. Or you can set them on, you can use technology for good by setting a posture alarm on your phone. Every time it goes off each hour, it's like, okay, that's my reminder. I need to have proper posture and take a nice posture break to reset the press of gravity that's constantly working against my body to press me down into a slumped forward posture. I love it. So that's tip number two. Now go to tip number three. And for tip number three, it's stand capability. Now with stand capability, I'm able, right now I'm standing as, as we're talking, right? And while I'm standing, it's much easier to have upright posture. When we're seated in chairs, chairs are designed to allow us to have slumped posture, right? And chairs are comfortable. So when we sit down, we get comfy. So we have to reverse that. We have to have upright posture. And when you have stand capability, you naturally move around more often than you do when you're seated in a chair. Now, if you don't want to invest in an expensive ergonomic desk, that's completely fine. You can just bring your devices up to eye level, such as your computer, by placing something underneath it, like an old book or an old box. You can place it underneath. And that way you can work while standing. While standing, we have a natural tendency to be in upright posture versus when we're seated in chairs, we get comfortable and then we're typing on our computers and next thing you know, we're in this slump forward posture again. So, so tip number three is to have a stand capable workspace. Number four is to have active sitting solutions. Mm -hmm. So active sitting means that when we are seated, we want to be able to be mobile. We want to be able to move around. So for example, you can see behind me a posture cushion here. I also have um, an exercise ball. What's good about, what's good about uh, an exercise ball or a posture cushion is that it's an instable surface. Instable means that we could fall off. Now, before we, we see that as a bad thing, let's think about how that's so positive. With chairs, we're not gonna fall out of chairs. So we can sit in the worst posture ever, the chair holds us upright. Whereas on an instable surface, you have to have proper posture. You're forced to engage your postural muscles, such as your core in order to maintain upright posture. So therefore, you don't end up slouching because you run the risk of falling over, okay? So by having that stand capability, it activates, a, or excuse me, having that active sitting solution, it's going to stimulate a part of your brain called your vestibular system, which also contributes to upright posture. And then of course, um, my last recommendation is we have to bring our devices up to eye level so that you're not constantly looking down in a slump forward position. Down at our devices in tech neck posture, it adds up to 60 pounds of additional pressure onto our necks. It's no wonder that we're feeling stress in our shoulders, we're feeling less confidence and having neck pain and headaches at the end of the day. So what you can do to bring your device up to eye level and have upright confident posture is to bring your elbows in close to your body like this. Now my arms are supported and from here I can scan social media without having to look down at my device, I've now brought it up to eye level. Now, it's impossible to hold it out here, right? Your arms are gonna get tired, they're unsupported. 
supported and you'll get tired of holding them out here. However, if you bring your elbows in close to your body and you support it here, then I can easily, without going into slump forward posture, I can see everything I need to on my smartphone. So make sure that you implement those important tips and it can reverse the press of gravity that we're constantly working against to maintain upright postural design. One of the things I always tell our, our patients and our clients is it's posture by design, not by circumstance. The circumstance of our environment is gravity compressing on us, and most of us have, the majority of us have sedentary occupations. So if we're seated all day long without movement in front of our devices, and we have gravity compressing us forward, the, in, the circumstance of our environment is slump forward posture. That's why it's so common. However, it's posture by design, meaning that we have the ability of designing beautiful upright posture. And when we do, it not only enhances our physiology and our health, but it also helps us have that nice confidence. Well, thank you so much for your tips. Do you have any specific suggestion for pregnant women or people who want to conceive? Because as you know, miscarriages and fertility issues decrease confidence. Do you have any specific tips? Absolutely. So one thing that we know for certain is once pregnant women become um, pregnant, once they, once they become pregnant, is the statistics show that 50 to 90% experience back pain. 50 to 90%. I mean, up to 90% of pregnant women are experiencing back pain. It's one of the most common symptoms associated with pregnancy. And, you know, when it comes to conceiving um, and, and trying to get pregnant, it's very important to have proper position of your hips. It's not the only thing that we need to consider, but it is a consideration that is going to help with the fertility process. So if there's what's called postural distortion patterns of the pelvis, it can impact the position of the spine, which is the foundation of our spine, mm -hmm. resort, um, leading to more stress to the system, which of course stress can, um, can impact that fertility. Now, with that being said, once pregnant, one thing I want everybody to really take away from this is that up to 90% of women who are pregnant experience back pain, up to 90%. Yes. And so this is highly significant. So what I would love for all of your listeners is to be able to prevent back pain once they do conceive. And one of the best ways of preventing back pain is to make sure that your hips, your pelvis are in proper alignment. Now, what tends to happen with pregnant women is we have increased amount of weight anteriorly because, of course, we have a beautiful baby growing in the belly. And so what's very common is we'll press our hips forward in this position. And in order to offset the weight anteriorly, we'll, we'll, we'll press forward and we have this increased curvature of the back. When you do this, it's increasing the amount of pressure to the nerves of your lower back and can result in pain down your legs. You may have experienced sciatica before. Um, so we want to make sure that we keep that proper position of the pelvis. And one of the best ways of doing that, um, especially early pregnancy, make sure you have supportive shoes on. Because if you're wearing high heels, plus you have anterior weight, the high heels are going to press you forward where it increases the curvature of our lower back already. And then if we have anterior weight as we start, as the baby starts developing in the belly, then from there, it can further increase the amount of curvature of the lower back. So make sure that you have a nice position and a neutral position of your hips. They should be aligned underneath your shoulders and aligned over your knees and your ankles, okay? That's going to help prevent that back pain that we know is so common among pregnant women. Perfect. Thank you so much. So... I really enjoy so far, but do you have any other uh, tips that can help us during this uh, COVID-19 re-entry to new world? <laughs> Still, yeah. uh, there is a thread of being, uh, being patient and again getting sick. 
So do you have any suggestions? Yeah, so there's certainly um, hygiene that we want to take into consideration, which I'm sure you have other experts speaking on. From my perspective with posture, I want everybody to be very postural ergonomic aware. So if maybe you've been working from home and now you're going back to your workspace or vice versa, maybe you were, you were in a corporation before and now you're working from home and you have to navigate your workspace, always be in charge of what you can control. Going back to your posture, you can control your respiration. You can also control the design of your workspace. Be sure to set up your workspace in a way that supports upright posture. So some great examples of that, again, is bringing your devices up to eye level. Try and have that stand capability. Move around as much as you can in your workspace, because when you do, it's going to help uh, prevent that stress from just compressing you down and making you more closed off in that depressed posture. Um, in addition to that, the items that you use the most often, try and keep those within an arm's distance away. It's very common to have occupational injuries, such as constantly turning in the same direction, whereas if we just placed something in arm's reach away in front of us, then we prevent that excessive amount of stress on the spine from constantly turning in the same direction versus the other. Um, also with sitting, make sure that you have a nice chair if you, um, and that active sitting solution. Exercise balls are great, as well as um, posture cushions, which I have one right behind me here. It's a, a blue posture well, What is cushion. this? Can I see it? So you can place this on any chair. And what's beneficial about that is that then an exercise ball isn't rolling around your office. You can place this on any, any chair and it creates the same effect as if you're sitting on an exercise ball. So you're getting more mobility to your hips, especially for our females, for our, our ladies who are listening. We want to make sure that we have proper position of the pelvis of the hips, um, especially once, um, once pregnant. So by sitting on an exercise ball or a posture cushion, you can move your hips whereas in the end only cost like $20 on Amazon um, very small investment you can place it on any chair and it's going to help support your spine and help your um, help the position of your pelvis posture cushion yeah Sorry, I have to buy one of them <laughs> yeah and also um to with the posture cushion so you want to sit on it to help improve uh, mobility of your hips also, if you start to feel that you get tired and, and you're kind of slouching, what you can do is just place this right behind you in your chair right here so that it'll help you um, stay upright. So instead of slouching forward, when you have this pillow behind you, you can take a break, put it behind you, and it'll help you maintain that upright posture. So again, when it comes to re-entry, what can you control, right? We cannot control everything about our environment. However, we can build beautiful, resilient posture to help keep us confident, help keep us healthy in the things that we can control. A simple investment like a posture cushion will help you have better posture, which helps you have more confidence, control your respiration, which helps deflect that stress response, which of course can lead to a propagated cycle of more stress and more weight gain. Thank you so much, Krista. I really enjoyed it and I think, even for myself, I have to change a lot of things because I'm sitting in front of computer for long hours and probably I have to. So many of us are, you yeah. know, and, and it's such yeah. a common thing. And we have a lot to think about when it comes to our health. Um, posture is another thing to consider, but just by changing our posture, again, just by changing centimeters of our postural design, it can have a great cascading effect with our physiologic output, with our body awareness and confidence, and truly have, it can be the cascading factor that helps us lead a healthier life. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here and be part of this podcast. Thanks. Thank you for the opportunity.